Hello and welcome to the 88th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu. I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, especially automation, paid media, and my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right, Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media, implementing scripts, or just even cutting down your spend on your data analysis tool, just send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram with the handle MindSwanPPC. So this week we have um, Julie Bicini boldly lead us, um, boldly take the charge even, um, again, on the topic of cross-platform channel strategy. Um, so yeah, another one, unfortunately, that I missed um, the live chat of because, um, yeah, because of work and meetings and such. I mean, really, can someone just pay off pay off my mortgage? That'd be great. Um, but yeah, anyway, hoping to give some tidbits um, about this topic along the way as we go through the chat. So yeah, let's go. So Julie starts off with, um, you know, welcoming us um, to the chat. Today, we'll be talking cross-platform channel strategy. Uh, but first, a question inspired by my daughter asked asking me about every job I've ever had yesterday. What was your very first job? So mine, I was actually talking to my dad about this the other day, was um, when um, one of our neighbors, who actually also happened to be my dad's boss at the time, um, he, him and his wife gave me my first job of um, being a dog walker, of, of walking their dog. And that's how I fell in love with pets and animals and just in general, because it was just this beautiful black dog. I don't remember the breed, but yeah very very lovely um dog um yeah we've got some other <laughs> jobs about being a lifeguard at a, at a girl scout camp by amanda l chase good my first job was a delivering newspapers robert brady was like grew up on the farm i was born with a job <laughs> and my frank was like very first ever was doing data entry for a lady who ran a yoga studio out of her house okay that was already Text. So I guess Emma Frank was already ready for the digital world from that young age. Anyway, Judy starts off uh, saying, um, gets on with um, the first question saying, let's get started. What does cross-platform or channel strategy mean to you? And or do you uh, have another term you use for strategy across different platforms and channels? I think for us, the, the, the whole cross-platform ch- strategy, which I feel is like the integrated strategy, is the, all about same messaging across different channels. So across PPC, SEO, email marketing, you know, display, and just making sure that, um, and social media, you know, like Facebook, Instagram, just making sure like, um, even though, you know, depending on the media, depending on the channel, you use the right, you know, ad format, it's like that integrated messaging for like a campaign to, you know, to push a product and having an integrated strategy um, and cross-channel plan for the same kind of messaging and the campaign or product that you're trying to push. Mike Lewis replies going, um, I always think back to user experience. How are people consuming content and how will they interpret my ads? Julie Vice replies to me. It means harmony between channels overall, using each channel effectively. And it means a customer journey that crosses channels. People are everywhere, so be everywhere. So yes, that's pretty much um, similar to what I'm saying. Um, and yeah, we've got um, 
Jordan Starr replying to that saying to me, it means making sure your marketing channel support one another to achieve the client's desired goals. El Chase replies to me, this is about making all of our channels work together, acquiring a new customer via PPC. Then how do we take care of that customer in email, social, etc.? Too many businesses just look at channels as silos instead of how they can work together. So yes, it's all about having an integrated strategy and working harmoniously with each other. Um, and yeah, we've got Julie Bicini replying, going to me cross-platform channel just means marketing. I started in all of this before there were so many accessible platforms or channels available. Having a strategy that works across all the, um, all the places you're advertising just makes sense. Um, yeah, and then we got Andrea Cruz replying, going, um, I know which channels target, which section of the funnel without duplicating efforts and confirming you can properly attribute the sequence of events using your CRM or analytics platform. Um, and we've got Ryan Benyon replying good to, to question once and I believe I use a multi-channel approach or the jargon of omni-channel marketing. Basically, don't put all your spend into one channel. Zach replies to question one saying it is the overall approach to driving sales through all your digital channel, understanding how email interacts with Google, how Google interacts with Facebook, understanding a full cross-platform channel strategy saves money and increases results. Um, Justin Turner replies saying for us, it means trying to get in front of the right folks at the, at the different mediums as possible, OTT, CTV, radio, PPC, social, and so on. And the second part is looking at how effective those channels are and what kind of mix works best for the audience. Um, Kirk Williams replies saying nothing much to add to what everyone else is saying other than there should be is a purposefully planned to it. Not just let's try this channel, but here is the strength of these channels and how we will use them. Yeah, so that's like a very um, a good way to put that. I'd say Josh Warner replies saying you may not see direct results from what channel alone, but it can affect other channels. Step back and see the whole picture before making changes. Sometimes we're too too quick to make judgments on our campaigns because we love seeing direct results. And then, yeah, we've got Julie then going on to question two saying, how do you go about developing a cross-platform channel strategy? Do you have a particular starting point or process you use when clients want advertising on more than one platform channel. Um, and before we go into that, on those on those answers, Kyle Schertz then gives an answer to question one saying, I like to think of this type of marketing as more of a dollars in and dollars out mentality. We need to leverage the different channels to influence decisions. But then going on to the answers for question two, um, Andrea Gill saying, I start by identifying my audience on each platform, where they are and how, and then how they're interacting in that channel. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Julia Vice replying saying, start with the customer journey, look at how people engage with the brand and ultimately make a purchase, then look for gaps, inefficiencies and testing opportunities. Uh, Mike Lewis replies saying, I usually start with the main platform where more traffic is coming from then slowly expand depending on the relationship between both platforms. Um, Julie replies going, in reality, most clients I work with have advertising going on in at least one place. So it starts with figuring out what's running, working or not working, then build on that understanding and present ideas to reach their target market in other places and in other ways. Um, and I think for that one, for question two, as in like, you know, like, you know, how do you go about developing the cross platform? Yeah, it's definitely seen about what's there already and what's the aim and what can a customer actually do. So if branding is needed first, you know, I won't start off with paid search. If there's the, if the kind of, um, let's call it the, the, the knowledge about the brand or the product 
isn't there yet, I'll be like, okay, let's not do, you know, PPC first. Let's start with some branding. Let's start with some display. Advertising is outdoor being done or, you know, the email marketing stuff being done. And um, when I feel that there's that interest build up and then we start with PPC, then we'll make sure the SEO is also being done, you know, and then, yeah, pull that off into social media and doing the other channels because I think PPC, depending on the product, PPC is very useful when there's already an interest in your product, interest in the brand, and there's a direct action for someone to actually do, and it's not just people are not in the research phase. I mean, it depends on the um, the keyword, yes, but I definitely do feel like PPC works best when you've got a direct action that you want the customer to actually do. Um, so yeah, we've got, um, then Robert Brady replying to question two saying, never talk channels before you understand who your prospective customers are. That's true. Carl Schertz saying, my process really depends on the client's business offering. Sometimes it doesn't make sense to use every channel from the beginning. Learn what you can from the champion channels and start expanding from there. Amanda replies, I start by asking, asking the clients questions to learn about their goals, sales, new customers, traffic, visibility on SERP, brand awareness. Then I recommend the best tool in my toolkit for the job. And that's very true. That's pretty much what I was saying. El Chase replies to question two, saying it starts with organization's overall strategy. What are our goals and how each channel helps us achieve these goals? Even in PPC, we have new customer acquisition, customer retention, brand building, etc. Jordan Stark replies to question two, saying, um, analyzing what platform does what best helps me a lot. If one channel converts better, use the others to, to drive traffic there. Also, taking a look at what has been done in the past as you don't repeat mistakes. And finally, experimenting within, within each platform. Um, and then, yeah, we've got John Kagan replying to question two, saying all analytics have to be on a single source that does not focus solely on last click. Then it's a track down of all conversions to determine if it was a single click point or if it was assisted. Um, Amit Cabra replies, saying we tend to start with one platform, try to perfect it and then start to expand our efforts to other platforms if it makes sense. Um, Ryan Bennion replies, going, I feel like you have to invest an adequate dollar amount of spend in a channel to see if it fits well for a brand and if it's going to yield, yield positive results. I feel like three months, sometimes shorter, at normal spending helps you get to see if platforms is going to work. Emma Frank replies to question two, saying, starting with understanding the audience, who are they? What is their intent on each platform? How do we lean into that intent or attitude to create a cohesive experience across various channels? Um, and then we've got um, Sam replying to question two, saying, I tend to start with the research and objectives. What is the client's desired outcome? Who is the target audience? Realistically, what resources can we invest in that channel to have a measured impact? Where are the value buys? Justin Turner replies to question two, saying it varies based on the client and budget. I try to cover the basics first, organic, paid, paid social, and then start to branch out those um, there based on available resources and need of the business. Um, then Kirk Williams replies to question two, saying you might want to know, one, who your customer is, uh, the target audience, what you see as success, business goals, macro and micro, then and only then can you build a cross-channel strategy. Otherwise, you're just blasting aimlessly every which way, hoping to get lucky. And then he attaches a Star Wars um, gift saying, wow, you really do shoot like a stormtrooper. And I know he's a big fan of Star Wars, so I'm sure I was very proud of that one. Uh, Julie Vicini then goes on to question three, saying, on average, 
on um, on how many platforms or channels are your clients advertising? Um, in reply to that, we've got um, yeah, Josh Warner saying three to four on average. Um, Jordan Stark says on average two to three. Um, and then going back to like the answer to question two, Dwayne Brown gives us saying, see what is already working and try to build on that success. We don't want to reinvent the wheel for paid. We may start on Google or Facebook and Instagram if the client is starting from scratch. Always interesting to still see brands who don't do anything PPC wise. And then we have people continuing to answer question three with Mike Lewis going probably two or three. Um, and then we've got... Um, yeah, Dwayne Brown replying average is four plus if you consider Facebook and Instagram as different platforms. Um, yeah, I'd say um, our clients do quite a lot. So the financial clients I'm on, they, yeah, I'd say it's about four or five, actually. They should try to, you know, major really their, their TV, their, yeah, on the different channels, so like PPC, they do social, they do display, um, and they do some outdoor advertising too as well, definitely. Um, and then we've got, um, yeah, El Chase replying, I would say at minimum, most of my clients are advertising on six plus different channels. Wow, six plus. I imagine that's not just all digital as well. Um, Julia Vice replies, average is about six. Enterprise Baby Search, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest, Out of Home TV and Radio, plus special placements for particular campaigns. Yes, it was good to actually get what all those were. Um, Rohan replies again, isn't this too broad? Need to know the industry and size of the business. Um, okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, Kyle Schultz replies, Mozart, Mozart 2 to 3, but really working to grow that. I'm really intrigued by podcasts and connected TV. Funny how these things that worked years ago are now coming into the digital age. Um, and then Julie replies, going, I'd say the average for me is probably three to four. El Chase replies, um, exactly TV, radio, catalog, or the direct mail, so many. I mean, Cabra replies, usually two to three. Justin Turner replies, it really varies. Some small businesses can or only need to focus on one or two, while others need to cast the net a bit wider. Uh, Frank's replies, on average, three to five paid platforms, one to two search or display, other social. Then Julie goes on to question four, saying, do your clients want to be advertising on more platforms or channels than they are currently? If so, how do you generally recommend they go about expanding their reach? Well, it depends on what the budget is like because um, depending on how much budget you've got will depend on whether it's actually worth going to several other channels and it depends on the kind of campaign and where your customers are. Because if your customers are not on some channels, what's the point of actually advertising on those channels? So that, that's always um, my first step is to like research where your customers are and then actually is there actually budget to do it well to actually see whether it was a success story or not. Uh, Mike Lewis replies to question four, saying they usually have one to two in mind. If we look to expand, we do it very slowly. That's good. Testing nice and slowly. Justin Turner replies, I think all my clients want to advertise on more channels and are typically limited by budget. So that's where customer service comes into play and working with them to understand the limitations and how to maximize the budget they have. And that's, yeah, that's always a big thing. Depending on where the, what you where you want to expand to will depend on how much budget you've got. We've got Kyle Schultz replying to question four saying, a big focus for us has been on QBRs and expansion. We take this time to talk about the talk through the opportunities and strategies. 
Um, well, Chase replies to question four saying they depend, they depend on us understanding which ones will help them reach that next level. This also means we need to always be testing to see what works for them. If it can work for them, yes, they all want more channels. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, yeah, El Chase going big time. I love DM replying to, um, Julie when she had said, um, where she said, where, yeah, in, in reply to Julia Vice, where she said that DM is so undervalued. Um, so that's, I believe that's direct mail, is it? Um, and then we've got, um, yeah, Julia Vice replying to question four as well, saying they do, but they need to be strategic with their spend. I tend to help expand reach with a 70-20-10 approach, 70 tried and true, 20 innovation on platforms that perform, 10 on proving. This minimizes risks while allowing for testing. That's true. Dwayne Brown replies to question four, saying most do as they want to grow. We have a testing budget and use that for trying new channels and platforms. DTC client jumped on Snap last year. Um, and now TikTok is next as we have maxed out um, Google Ads, um, Microsoft Ads, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. We try to find platforms with our demo on it. I love the way that um, Microsoft Ads uh, has been um, put into an acronym by Dwayne Brown to MADS. So M-A-D-S is what he considers Microsoft Ads. Um, Jordan um, Stark then replies um, to... Uh, question four saying the answer is yes they want to they want to they just don't want to spend more to do it most of the time i like to frame it with um, competitor data your competition is doing this so should you opportunity is good to your target audience is easier to reach on so yes it depends on where the customer is um and then yeah we've got some oh a nice little string here where amid cabra say we tend to start with one platform try to perfect it and then start to expand our efforts to the platforms in reply to question two jd replied goes i agree with this theory but the opportunity cost is really high um amid replies the opportunity cost is definitely the downfall of this way of doing things but it somehow feels like a safe way to get about everything um jd prater was like safe may be the downfall of growth replying kirk williams goes oh man this is exactly where my head is at lately as I think through my own biz dev as well as consider clients both those doing well and those not doing well it's amazing how risky an actual branding marketing strategy is especially because you can't track top of funnel well Kirk then continues saying this goes into some of my article and podcast lately on attribution and reliance on data we can rely on data so much that we develop an aversion to risk and kill great ideas while we strangle the funnel um, and Julie replies, I have so many thoughts on this topic. Maybe that should be another um, a topic for another day because it'd be good to do short talk about branding and being risk, uh, risky or not and how risky and what risk looks like for you. Um, and then, yeah, JD Prater replies, to be fair, online brand marketing can be tracked. The metrics are different and it takes a longer than what it takes longer than one month think six to 12 months for branding campaigns Kirk replies but in some ways can it be especially as dark social continues to grow and privacy continues to push into this agreed tracking is still directional but there's an unknown to it as we as we as performance performance marketers must embrace so yes some some very pertinent thoughts there then Julie goes on to question five saying, um, what do you find that you often learn on one platform or channel that can be applied to another? Um, in an answer to that, we've got, um, yeah, 
we've got Mike Lewis replying saying the audiences we're targeting tends to transfer most of the time. Same with landing pages. Julia Vice replies, um, audiences targeting YouTube audience insights can definitely help on Facebook. Affinity targets on Gmail help a lot on Pinterest. Even types of podcasts people like to listen to on Spotify are super useful in other platforms. Know your audience. Yes, this is what I've been saying a lot. Dwayne Brown replies to question five saying ad copy can almost always work across platforms plus you create a better consistent brand when you do targeting on paid social platforms is worth testing remarketing is a given of course ucg can at times but it's always best to make custom creative for snap um and then sam sam replies to question five saying audiences are exceedingly helpful in establishing use cases for new channels a great example recently is the cora pixel install it let it populate then show the client the percentage of your current audience that's already on and using the platform um julie replies to question five saying audiences as many have already said messaging lessons are big things i test across platforms and channels like ad copy offers landing page copy or design etc also sometimes turning something off down shows you its impact distinctly on other channels yeah because once you see the absence of it then you actually see what the effect of it was Kirk Williams replies to question five saying one thing we use all the time is to use shopping ads search terms to help develop our search campaigns for positive or negative keywords and new theme targets john kagan replies to um question forcing building consumer profiles in ga or facebook and applying it everywhere else in target lists um dogger thomas replies in uh, to question four saying every client i've had is so scared to spend an incremental dollar even if they fundamentally understand that you gotta spend money to make money my personal approach is to say this is the landscape how much of it does the client want um, and LTS replies to question five saying creative and audiences are the big ones. There's so much information you can get from the different channels to test others. Um, and Sam replies, since, since I didn't really answer it last time, I do find that behavioral traits, interests, questions tend to be useful, whether that be particularly um, in market or affinity groups in Google, um, providing insight for Facebook or LinkedIn data, providing insight for Bing or Microsoft ads. And then Julie gives us question six saying, are there things you've found that don't translate well between platforms or channels in your experience? Um, Julie Vice replies saying, creative doesn't always. So it's an investment to make creative particular to each platform, campaign types too. Not every platform can measure every type of conversion you want. Ways can't do store visits any more than Pinterest can do get directions. Interesting. Dwayne Brown replies, see my answer to five, but image creative can be a channel across paid social platforms um and then Amy Cabra saying sometimes messaging so yeah sometimes the the messaging doesn't always can always just be standard same words it depends on what the channel is um that will translate LTS replies to question six saying creative is not always transferable due to the different audiences or purposes of the channel something in google ads will have a different purpose than something in pinterest or facebook know the channel and the customer intent within the channel julie then goes on to question seven saying how do you go about getting a client to say yes to try a new platform or channel that you think could be good for them are the competitors there are your customers there will it be cost effective and is there budget that you feel that would be there and just convincing them that we'll start off with a small budget of testing and then we'll see whether it'll work 
Um, and then, yeah, well, we've got Julia Vice then replying to question seven saying, I'd like to lay out what I plan to do on the platform and why the test is worth running. A case study is good as an intro. I like to do the plan layout as the argument for the investment. Sam replies, can I steal my old answer? Install Pixel, show them that their audience is already there or using it. Or show them which of their competitors are already on the platform or gaining an advantage. Or ask for a pilot program with a small budget, clear goals to test, definitely. Um, Josh Warner replies to um, question seven saying, I tell them there's untapped potential out there and give them a strategy on how we can potentially capture that audience. I found the keys to give them a detailed plan and strategy about how we will test the new channel. Um, and then Garrett uh, McGregor replies to question seven saying case study. We show them what similar clients have done in the industry on the platform. We'll even do a small test budget if they're squirmish. Um, Dogar Thomas replies project, project um, and quantity against core KPIs. Taking advantage of any comparable case studies, be 110% sure what you suggest is what you'd suggest and listen to client pushback, not as defensiveness, but insight into fears. And yes, and then directly, you know, try to, um, yeah, to face those fears, try to actually approach those fears and, and actually answer the questions that are based on those fears specifically. Try to drill down to what the fear is and actually try to help them understand that this channel will help actually overcome the fear. Julie Bicini then replies to question seven saying, start small, pick one campaign idea that starts then then start there. If you can show success, I found it is usually pretty easy to expand to do more on the new platform or channel. Make it as low risk as you can do. So it's easy to get the initial yes, very true. So yeah, make it low, make success quite easy to achieve. Um, Amit Cabra replies to question seven saying, we're very frank with clients and that helps with them trusting us implicitly. If you're suggesting a new platform, there's a reason and we share that. Either they're on board, which is most of the time, or they're not. And then going on to question eight, Julie asks us, what is our criteria for pulling back or leaving a channel, a particular, a particular platform or channel? Um, Julia Vice starts off with an answer saying performance ultimately, but also how they work, how they interact with us, whether it's a lift to use them at all, looking at you, name redacted for diplomacy. <laughs> Amit Carver replies, it depends on the goals for the client or campaign, but my short answer is performance. Um, Julie Bichin there goes on to answer question eight, saying poor performance will usually make the client want to bail. It's important to try to figure out if the platform or channel isn't a great fit generally, or if it is something that could be improved upon, like audience targeting, messaging, CTA, etc. So yes, as much as it's all about um, the platform, it's also good to understand why, and maybe there is something that can, can be done. So let's don't just pull out of a channel at the first hurdle or the first sign of, oh, this is not working. Let's just pull out. Actually see whether you see whether you can optimize. That's what we do with Google anyway. See whether you can optimize to get better performance as it goes on. But once you've hit a few targets, make sure that you have a time limit on how much, you know, optimizing that you kind of, you're going to do your sinker system, bad results. Don't keep throwing money at the wall is what I like to call that. Jordan Stark replies to question eight saying, so the answer is performance, but how long do you let it run before you finally say that's enough? 
just curious. So yes, that's a very important um, question. And yeah, I always say it depends and it depends on what the volume is like. So, and whether it's statistical, statistically um, significant, your results and whether you, those, those numbers show that you've given it enough, enough time. So yeah, Julie then gives us the last question of the day. Are there any general tips you wish you'd known sooner about advertising cross-platform or channels? Um, I don't say it's necessarily something I wish I'd known. I think it's just something that makes sense. Things like, you know, make sure that you create different creators for different channels. Make sure that you understand what the um, targets, that there are different targets and different channels have like, will, will need different KPIs because they work in different ways. So success in one channel might look differently before, you know, with might look differently um success in one channel will look differently as success in another channel so really be aware of that um and then yeah in answer to um question nine we've got um carl shirts replying saying leaning to the channel strengths and key and set kpis for success exactly each channel should be um to be helped to different standards should be held to different standards based on their strengths pretty much just repeating what i just said um julia vice replies to question nine saying the share cost of double click it's not cheap to measure all this stuff and it's not particularly easy start small and scale folks um and yeah so we've got um Dwayne brown then going on to answer question a saying we need to pull back on budget and spend it on something else we rarely stop spending on a channel because unlike many agencies our goal is not to spend as much money as we can on paid ads um justin turner replies to question nine saying to have a unified message delivered differently meaning saying the same thing in different ways based on what kind of messaging works best for that channel twitter ads versus instagram ads for instance same message delivered differently um, Garrett McGregor replies to question eight as actually saying high cost, low performance. This doesn't mean it's a lost, lost cause. We make optimizations to improve and give it time. It is determined. It's a no go. We still don't write it off forever. Things change, platforms change, etc. Um, Julie replies to question nine saying, if a client is insistent on trying a platform or channel that you think is unwise or bad fit for them, express that clearly. But if they still want to try it, do it to the best of your ability and let the results speak for themselves. Somet sometimes you can be wrong. Yeah, I think everything's worth testing. Um, Jordan Stark replies to question nine saying, learn what works best for each client on each channel and play to their strengths. Don't be afraid to experiment or ask for test budget. Dwayne Brown replies to question nine saying, when I was a wee lad back in the day, I wish I knew most external ad tech is crap and is not worth the cost of their monthly management fee. If your agency tells you to use ad roll as an example, fire your agency today and get a better agency. <laughs> um, Garrett McGregor replies to question nine saying, try and be uh, an early adopter. So yes, that's good. Get in there first, testings first, and um, yeah, see how it goes. So yeah, that comes to at the end of our chats. Um, and then yeah, Julie advertises the fact that there'll be full recaps on the website, which is officialppcchat.com. Yes, there is a website for our PPC chat discussions. And um, yeah, I hope you found that chat very useful. I found it very interesting to hear people's ideas on um, cross-channel and how many channels their clients use and what kind of tactics that they use to get their clients to try, you know, more channels. And we also have to think about, you know, it's not just about spending money. It's all about delivering results. It's not just about throwing money at the wall or throwing with different channels, but also knowing where the consumers are, where your customers are, where your audiences are and following that trail. 
um but making sure that yeah you don't just test indefinitely and making sure that you're you know you're spending the customer's money efficiently okay then so hope you found that very useful and took some great takeaways and um if you want to chat about this topic or any paid media or data analysis solutions especially about scripts and some new projects i've got coming up about maybe sort of like a script search engine yeah i would love to have a chat to you about that and please do try and get in touch with me by email at hello at mindswan.com or any of my social media media with um handle at mindswan ppc so remember remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface so keep your swans kicking bye